Roll reversal. Hey guys, we are getting ready here for season four of the Creation Today show. Uh, my co-host is amazing and gone right now. Learn how to give a proper apologetic or defense for your faith with Battleship Apologetics this season on Creation Today, starting August 20th at creationtoday.org. I'm Eric Oven with Creation Today, and I get the privilege of sitting down with Gary and Melissa from Love and Truth Network. And I just want to let you know that this show, this portion of this show, um, I would probably recommend for kids that are 10 years and older. We're going to be talking about some sensitive subject matter. And then parents, after you viewed this, I would encourage you to talk to your children all the way down to kindergarten level because they are being indoctrinated with the subject matter that we're going to address today. Uh, but with that little caveat, Gary and Melissa, thank you guys for joining me here today. I certainly appreciate it. Thanks that. for having us. Yeah, now, you guys are from Love and Truth Network. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about what you guys do. Well, I have uh, pastored for about 12 years in a church in upstate New York. And uh, out of that, felt like God was leading me because of my own sexual brokenness and years in homosexuality and seeing a lot of ways in which the church didn't effectively deal mm -hmm. with relational and sexual brokenness really inviting people out of shame and out of hiding, out of living double lives within the church, I felt like there needs to be, we need to do more as, um, as the primary method through which God is reaching the world as the church. And so our ministry is about going out and equipping Christian leaders on how to create safe and transformational environments. How is the church doing in dealing with all the sexual brokenness? And that goes from everything from pornography to uh, homosexuality and all kinds of other deviants in between. Mm -hmm. How are we handling that? How is the church handling that? How do you think we're doing? Well, honestly, um, the church has missed the mark in a lot of ways hmm. um, where Christians have often felt condemned. Um, they felt that they're alone, they're isolated, and there's really no one to turn to. And they've heard the truth of the Bible, which clearly condemns sexual sin, along yeah. with lots of other sins. But there hasn't been a message of hope and the hope of the gospel, which is that Jesus is in the business of changing lives Amen. and transforming lives. Mm -hmm. And so we're really trying to help the majority of Christians that are dealing with some form of sexual or relational brokenness. And we're trying to help equip Christian leaders in how to help those people. Mm -hmm. So we're hopeful. I mean, Amen. And we definitely don't want to come across as being anti-church. We love the church, and we've both we've benefited profoundly from what the church uh, provides to us. But if we can come alongside and help the church be more effective in ministering to the majority of people that sit in the, the pews or the seats mm. week after week after week, who are living those double lives, who are going home hopeless, who are going home feeling more ashamed of what they're stuck in, rather than feeling like, okay, it is sin, and, but there's hope and help here in the church for working, um, working out of these things, walking out of these things. And there are people who want to walk alongside us. So often um, addiction issues, other types of addiction issues, can be expressed in church, um, drug addiction, alcohol right. addiction, those kind of things. But when it comes to sexual addiction or those, uh, something of a sexual nature, so often um, there's this sort of unspoken mandate that you just don't talk about it. Or you go and find help someplace else but not and then come church. back. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys have a powerful, powerful testimony, uh, both of you coming out of sexual brokenness. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, wanna, I wanna save that topic and, and let you share that uh, for the extended interview that I want to do with you guys. But 
Tell us some of the, when you, you guys want to train churches, you want to train individuals to lead and become leaders in this area. What are some of the things you share with them that really, uh, that really help them see this in the right perspective? Mm -hmm. what, are, what are some of the issues that you talk about with the leaders and with the people in the church? Well, I'd say the, the first way that we approach each situation, each church or parachurch organization or Christian educational um, institution, we approach each situation um, in, in their context. We can't come in with a template and say this is what needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, okay. We have to come in, whether it's an urban setting or a rural setting, depending on the size of the church, the, the demographics of the church, uh, every mm -hmm. place has its own story. And, and some churches have experienced profound sexual abuse that's happened. Oh, maybe a, a pastor mm. is, has abused, or somebody within the church, a leader within the church, has abused um, either children or other people. And, and so that creates its own dynamic. So we first of all want to come in and have a conversation with, um, with the pastors, the leadership team. And, but we've done everything from, we love doing retreats together uh, for, for Christian mm -hmm. leaders, uh, for youth leaders for uh, church as a whole. We also have, have developed a number of conferences that we've done regionally and have been a part of um, some national uh, ministries and the conferences that they've done. So everything from preaching to sharing our own testimonies to sitting down and really hashing through the issues with the leaders and always having, honestly, an understanding that many leaders are, are struggling with their own sexual brokenness, their own relational brokenness. And where do they go to to find help and support? And so we always want to have another track where we're establishing trust with them so that they so that they can have an avenue through which to share look at I'm struggling with this too and and I need help and support so can can you help me with that that's it that's absolutely important a leader can't lead his people into what he's not experiencing that is so true now I said something before we started taping I said I believe we've gone through a real moral revolution mm -hmm. uh, and Melissa you said is revolution it's, the right word? Yeah, it's more of a moral rebellion. Wow. Mm -hmm. In the sense of taking um, the principles that our country was founded on and basically saying, we don't need that. We're going to do it our own way. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, that's familiar, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, going all the way back to Genesis. Yes. And I would say that um, certainly an underpinning of everything that we teach goes back to um, God's intention when he created us in his image as male and female, mm. that there's um, complementarity there, mm -hmm. that there's, um, there's no shame, um, and that that wasn't an accident, um, that that's who God's created us to be, that we need both men and women operating in the fullness, as much as we can this side of heaven, mm -hmm. um, in the fullness of who God's created us to be. And so we're often encouraging people, for example, that, um, or maybe this isn't encouraging, I don't really know, we're admonishing them, mm, that that's... the reason homosexuality has made such inroads in the culture is because heterosexuals have made a mess of marriage. Wow. And so we were always encouraging slash admonishing, um, let's work on our marriages and say, hey, that's something that I want to work for, mm -hmm. is a healthy marriage. And then we'll have a leg to stand on in mm. terms of, of speaking into the culture. And I would say the same is true again if we're talking about pornography use, sexual addiction. And Gary may refer to some of the statistics, but um, pornography is epidemic in the church. Mm -hmm. And so how can we say, um, don't do that if we're doing it? Mm -hmm. and, and how can we offer hope if we're stuck in it? 
You know, I was shocked to find when I did a, a series with a gentleman called the Concord Se Congress Series, and I was a part of this. I was sh I was shocked to find that seventy percent of men mm -hmm. and thirty percent of women in, in in pastors in your churches are dealing with uh, a sexual bondage issue, and not only that, uh, fifty percent of pastors out there mm -hmm. deal with a form of sexual bondage issue. Uh, well, I, man, you've got to check out what Gary and Melissa do, and you've got to check out their testimony. Uh, you can check them out at loveandtruthnetwork.com yes. uh, and get lots more information, hear their stories there. Or if you want, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm, you guys can stick around. I want to do an extended interview because their testimony is so powerful. If you are struggling with a sexual addiction or a sexual bondage issue, you've got to hear their testimony. So go to creationtoday.org and do a search for their name or Love and Truth Network. And I want to show you, uh, or I want them to tell you what God has done in their life and how God has set them free. Battleship Apologetics, this season on Creation Today, starting August 20th at creationtoday.org.